The Small Business Show, episode 177 for Wednesday, June 27th, 2018. <music> Greetings, folks, and welcome back to The Small Business Show here at businessshow.co. You know who we are. We're the show that's by, for, and about small business owners. Sponsors for this episode include the folks at Smile with Text Expander and the folks at Simple Contacts. We've got some deals for both of those for you, which we will talk about in a moment. Here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, Dave? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm uh, trying to wrap things up and look forward to the uh, little extended holidays, 4th of July, and uh, head up to Lake Tahoe for a few days. Good for you. That's right. I'm actually, I I keep meaning to ask you for like restaurant recommendations in Tahoe because we're going to be there, uh, I don't know, in three weeks. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're you're going to. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's great. I will. uh, Yep. Send you some stuff. Oh yeah, cool. you guys, the fish, the fish followers, fish followers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are there a name for those guys that follow uh, uh, you and your wife? Is there a group like you know the Deadheads used to follow Grateful Dead? Is there a fish? Uh, yeah. So I, generally, people refer to fish fans as fish heads. The weird thing is oh, yeah. that when fish started out, you know, and started gaining some popularity in the early nineties, the term fish heads with an F was reserved for fans of the Radiators, the band out of the oh. band out of New Orleans. So huh. so there was some some, you know, initial discussion of like, well, like what should we call ourselves or which you know, that sort of thing. And um I I think I think the Radiators fans lost the distinction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. But yeah, cool. so there you go. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you know, it's just something to do. It's um it's something we enjoy and it's uh, it's something we enjoy together. We started seeing the band together. Like we, we sort of found the band at the same time right after we started dating. So, um, so it's kind of a nice thing to, to just do together. And, and it, the, it just worked out perfectly. We're, we're doing this vacation with the kids uh, out nice. to the West coast and then we're putting them on a plane and we're driving up to Tahoe uh, together to, to do this. And, and so that, it's That's kind great. of a, kind of a little sort of somewhat early 20th wedding anniversary trip is, oh, is what, that's awesome. Is, yeah, I mean, it's just, we Very would have cool. done it anyway, but it sort of turns yeah. out to be that. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, that's yeah, cool. it's fun. Yeah. So it's- Good stuff. So, hey, uh, we had a, I think we got a, a email in from a, a listener to uh, regarding hiring. Is that, that's, we is did. That what yeah, we're talking Corey, about today. Corey wrote yeah. in and, uh, and if I find the email, he says, uh, I'd love it if you guys did an episode on hiring. He says from things like where to post job listings and find good candidates to interview questions and how to evaluate applications to the actual offer. And then of course, acceptance, he says, uh, we have to hire some developers and I'm sure I'm not the only one that's, uh, not sure about the best way to go about this. So yeah, it's cool. great question. So kind of the, the, yeah, it was a great question. The when, uh, the where, when, and how, right. Yeah. Hiring right. Small business. It, it, it's, I think it's a, a great question and a great topic and critically important. Um, you know, there's that old adage, you know, hire slowly fire quickly. Is that right? Do I have uh, that, that right? That works. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it is, you know, hiring really impacts your your business in so many different ways that uh, I'm glad we're going to spend a day and 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 talk about it. And, yeah, and maybe we should start about the uh, 
you know, go along Corey's, you know, question, you know, where, where, where to start and where to find uh, people. And uh, I think that's a great, great spot for us it's, to jump It's into. not as easy as it used to be, right? It, yeah, you, you know, yeah. cause, because there's so, there's, there's actually money in finding you candidates, right? Yeah, so that's right. Uh, so therefore it's, it's really not the, the, the easiest thing. You can't just, I, I remember actually the moment in time where, for, at least for me, this changed. I, when we were hiring at computer nerds, this was, you know, whatever, 20 years ago or something. Uh, I could just put out a post on our local news groups in Austin, like uh-huh. the, the, the yep. Usenet news groups. And if you don't know what Usenet is, you know, I was going to say kids ask your parents, but parents, you know, ask the grandparents <sighs> maybe, right? Yeah. Cause yeah, Usenet yeah. was sort of pre World Wide Web. But, um, but, you know, I could just put, put a thing out there and man, I would get qualified applicants. It was great. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. Stopped. It's like, oh, now Interesting. what? Yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's still a, a, a good point that brings up is I think that, you know, where you look depends on what type of uh, candidate you're trying to hire. Yeah. You know, what go find where these have people right. hang out. Yeah. Yep. And, and so like, if you're trying to hire you know, receptionists uh, or an office administrator or a, a, I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, it, it pull up an examples. Maybe maybe Craigslist is the spot to do kind of a more generalized post, uh, you know, it, that it, you know, t- typically very inexpensive. You know, I think it's 75 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, to, to post an ad and you get I think you can get great results for those kinds of things. But if you were searching, like, let's say uh, for an outside business development person, maybe you need to jump on, you know, one of the more corporate type things like Monster or Indeed or something like that, or or, yep. or LinkedIn, you yeah. know, their, their job listings. LinkedIn's got very interesting job listings, right? Because they are, people visit LinkedIn, even if they're not looking for a job, which is interesting. That's yeah, they, maybe they're just looking for opportunities yeah. or trying to connect and, you know, with their, uh, the, you know, peers and that kind of thing. And and I think that uh, along that, you know, you should spend some time along the lines of searching the competitive landscape of where and who you're trying to hire. So if you're looking for, uh, you know, technician uh, or if you're looking for a programmer, you know, what kinds of other ads are out there? Because you want to, how, how do you distinguish yourself? How, how, how do you get those really quality candidates, you know, to respond uh, to you and stand out from the crowd? Because it can be really, really crowded. It can be very competitive. Yeah. And yeah. that that's actually a great thing, right? It's, it's easy to look at the hiring process as, well, I'm the one with the money. Therefore, yeah. uh, you know, th- like they should come to me. But it, it and sometimes that'll totally be the case. But, Sometimes, you know, but yeah, Corey, yeah. Corey highlights a, a very hard to find uh, group of people, which is developers, right? Software developers are in high demand right now. And they're not the only group that's in high demand, but they are. There, there are lots. And so they know that it's a, you know, seller's market, if you will. And uh, sure. and and so, yeah, it, it like you you may you know going back to what you said you know hire slowly fire quickly you really need to make sure you have the right person not only from yeah. you know the skill set that you require that's sort of table stakes right you, you know if they don't have the skill set you're not even going to think about talking with them but beyond that it's got to be the right person for your company especially you know the smaller your company is 
the larger, the greater the percentage number of your workforce that every single person is, right? So if, yeah. if you know, if you're a three person company and you are hiring a fourth, that's 25% of your culture. That's yeah, massive. Yeah. Right. That's cr- so it's, it's massive. gotta be the right person. And, uh, and, and so in the long run, paying one of these services to help, you know, attract more candidates so that you have a bigger pool to sort of narrow down from can be probably the cheapest money you'll spend in, you know, in the process. I think it can be. It can and, be. And yeah. sometimes, yeah. And sometimes you need to be creative. You know, I mean, I can remember, uh, you know, Google posting a billboard next to, you know, the freeway down in Silicon Valley with a big yeah. mathematical equation on it. And when you answered that, it, it, Get, you could go and kind of down the rabbit hole and find these, you know, job listings online. And they were trying to find specific people. And Smart. I would say that's really worth, you know, obviously you can't, maybe you're not going to get a billboard, but <laughs> you do something cre- creative that's going to, uh, attract the type of candidate that you want even for what would be maybe a generalized uh, position like an admin or a front office person or a customer service person like in my case i've often used you know humor and uh you know a little back and forth to try to weed out from the crowd. Somebody doesn't have a sense of humor. I don't want to hire that person because I think having a good sense of humor uh, plays well with the customers and customer service, whether you're a technician or a, a, a salesperson and being able to, to work closely with customers, you know, finding those kinds of people and writing an ad a certain way. I mean, I used to put at the end, you know, for technicians uh, when we were, you know, hiring and we had a soda machine in the office and I was, and I would always put at the end of the ad, Oh, and all the Mountain Dew you can drink. There you, you go. Know, uh, just trying to, you know, lighten up cause you, you would attract to somebody and maybe repel somebody. It's like, well, that's kind of silly. I don't want to work there. Okay. Great. That's fine. Then we don't um, want you. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, they always say when you're looking for a job, they always say, write your cover letter to match the the job description, right? Well, this is the opposite yep. of that, right? You're you're writing the first piece of that and you're looking for someone that's going to to that that's going to, you know, fit with. So, yeah, for sure. You don't just want yep. you don't necessarily, in fact, most of the time you don't want the person who has like the best skill set as the only criteria you choose from. That's right. Yeah. And and just like you may get dozens and dozens of resumes or cover letters that you blow through quickly, put yourself on the other side of the table, uh, like we've talked about on the show before, it, it, when dealing with customers, but do it this time for an, an employer, potential employee, they're just blowing through dozens and dozens and dozens of job listings. How are you going to write that job listing to stand out, to capture their attention, uh, maybe their imagination? Like, wow, you know, this this could be a really unique company. And and I would say that can also save you money because in a very competitive job environment, like, you know, now we it's definitely, uh, like I said, seller's market, maybe you can't compete with some of these other companies financially, but maybe you can with your culture yeah. and your frame of mind and, and, and your casual office or whatever, or, or your flexibility, or work, at, work at home opportunity, yeah. right? Whatever it is, yeah. like the, what you, is it? Yeah. What, yeah. What do you have that, that makes working, uh, in your company 
more unique. enjoyable. What is it unique? That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what yeah. makes your your why should you come here? You know, it's not just oh, we're going to pay you, a, you know, your paycheck. That's a given. What is it above and beyond these things that are going to entice the type of person that you want? And and I think a lot of it has to do with culture and flexibility. You know, if I know. I'm hiring people that are maybe at the stage of their life where they have little kids. You know, you say, look, we'll, we'll be flexible with you. You will not miss a, a play or a sports event that your oh, kid yeah. has. Those are great. That's str- strong things, thing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah you just when come I was right in, out and say that. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't want to miss your kids, you know, ballet recital or their play or their musical thing or their baseball game. This is the place to work because we understand that and we value that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so really think about what value added things perhaps beyond salary. Um, Cause that's the commodity, right? The, the, right. the money is the commodity. And, and somebody goes, Oh, this guy's going to pay me, you know, a, 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 do- a dollar more, you know, in, in, a, in a really low level thing, a buck more than this guy, or this, this place is going to pay me, you know, less, but I get, you know, these extra benefits. So I, w- yeah. I would focus on that. Yeah. You know, we talk a lot about the charmed life here. Sell that to your potential yeah. employees, yeah. right? What, what is it? Think about what it is for you that matters, you know, and, and, and certainly for Shannon and, and me, it's, you know, one of the things is, is exactly what you just said, right? Being able to go to your kids events and, and, you know, family, family first and, and all of that stuff. Great. Communicate that. Cause that's your value. Yeah. That's what, that's what you're in it for. That's what you want your employees in it for, right? You you yeah. want to have people that that you can kind of be in sync with. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, All that's right. great. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And so before we jump into the how, I, I want to make one comment of uh, you know how the hiring process and stuff. I have some. Would you be surprised to have some comments on that? Yeah. Uh, but on the when, one of the things that I I would ask myself and I would ask my you know managers is, are do we really need another person? Are you sure? The answer is hiring someone else because it is very uh, like we talked about, you know, it's a big deal to bring in someone new, especially to a small business, you know, and are there duties that could be doled out to other people? Um, You know, is there someone else that could do this? What, What is this person doing? Can we move them around? Ask yourself those questions because... I've found that managers and supervisors love to solve problems by hiring people. And you, you really have to, I think, require that, that those folks to justify that additional staffer because it's such a monumental thing, not just financially, but, you know, to your culture and all those kind of things. And, uh, you just want to ask and be sure that yep. it, it is really justified. No, that's, that's, that's a great, um, that's a great piece of advice, man. Yeah. 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 Cause, because you're right. It's, you know, when you bring somebody on, it is a huge distraction for the short term. Right. Yep. And, and so you got to really make sure that that's going to pay off and you're not just doing it because it seems like the easy thing. Cause it's not hiring. Someone is not the easy answer. Not at all. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. It's gotta be, you know, necessitated by something. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Hey, uh, I want to talk about our our sponsors for today. I'm going to start with simple. Yeah, I'm going to start with simple contacts. We're at simplecontacts.com slash SBS or entering coupon code SBS for small business show at checkout. You get 30 bucks off of your first order of contact lenses. But that's not like that's great. But that's not even the best thing about this. Right. The way simple contacts works is you get to avoid the cost 
and the time you have to spend, which is even more valuable in going to the doctor just to confirm your prescription to order new contacts. Right. And the way it works is you use your phone or your computer. You put your contacts and you take a vision test. I did this with my wife. It was and it was super, super simple. It took like 10 minutes and we got to do it at night. We didn't have to carve, you know, two hours out of the day to go to the doctor or anything. You pay 20 bucks because the, the results are actually reviewed by, uh, you know, by a doctor on staff there with with simple contacts. But it takes like 10 minutes. You put your contacts in and you stand, you know, whatever X number of feet away from your phone and you read the the eye exam and they make sure that your prescription is good. Then you use the phone to scan the barcode on your existing contact box and it brings you right to the same contacts. There's no guessing. You pick it out. You order it. The prices are way cheaper than what you would pay at your eye doctor for these things. And then you get 30 bucks off by going to simplecontacts.com slash SBS or using coupon code SBS at checkout. Now, this eye exam isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You're still going to need to do that. But when it's time to just reorder, you don't need that appointment where you have to take that time out of your day to go to your doctor. So this is great. You got to check it out. Simplecontacts.com slash SBS. Again, coupon code SBS at checkout. Our thanks to Simple Contacts for sponsoring this episode. Our second sponsor is one of our mutually favorite utilities <laughs> slash yes. services, which is Text Expander. So Text Expander is something both Shannon and I use personally, but also with our businesses. In fact, I think it just blurs the lines. It, it works for everything. You create little text snippets of all of the things that you don't want to have to type over and over again, customer service responses, addresses, emails that you're sending, you know, perhaps sales pitches, right? You know, cold emails, even warm emails, like somebody writes in and says, hey, how does this product work that you sell? Great. I've already got it written out. I know that this is what I want to tell you. And you can share them because Text Expander is a service that syncs not only with all your devices, but it can sync with your entire team if you want. So everybody's got the same stuff. You can tweak it and then everybody's using the language that you want. So check it out. Go to textexpander.com slash podcast. Yes, that's right. Slash podcast textexpander.com slash podcast. And that's where you will get 20% off of your first year subscription of this awesome service. So our thanks to text expander and the folks at smile for sponsoring this episode. All right, Shannon. Yes. Thank you. Right it's on. time. So let, let's talk why. about the how. Okay. The how. <laughs> the yeah, well, there you go. yeah. 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 The how. <laughs> yeah. You got it. One of those, uh, you know, one of the things I really like to do is, uh, when I'm trying to hire people is to, to use this concept of a test and it, it's not a, a test so much to, you know, for intelligence or whatever it is, but number one, some questions to make sure they know, uh, and they have some experience in what you're hiring for. Sure. Okay? Uh, in my case, I used to hire the, the, the number one, uh, you know, a uh, position that we always hire, seemed to hire for was technicians. And so we would put a, just a, a brief, you know, kind of questionnaire together, eight, 10 questions about not how much you knew, but more so how you would handle certain things. And what I found over time is that the test itself became a test because yeah. so many people wouldn't answer the questions. They would just see you were asking or, you know, looking for employment and they would send off the blast resume cover letter 
And they wouldn't read down in the second or third line that says, you know, do not send anything and just answer these questions. And, and then we will, you know, follow up with you and that kind of thing. Uh, and I, I think that works really well just to see if they can follow your instructions and, and it, it weeds out the, uh, you know, the, the folks that are just not going to even go there. Yeah, they, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, um, and, and I, no, I was, I recently, uh, last year I joined a, a different, another band, right. Cause I'm a drummer too. And the guy who organized the band had put like, he was on Craigslist. Right. And he put this thing out and said, look, this is a band. We play these high dollar gigs. We're looking for this, this, and this. I want, I need to know this information from you. And the guy said, yeah, he like, you know, he probably got a hundred replies, but only five of them were valuable. Right. And he was immediately able to weed out 95% of the replies he got knowing the, these people might be good drummers or, or whatever, but they're sure. not the right person for this particular gig. Cause I need somebody that's detail oriented. I yeah. need to know that when I send out all the particulars for, you know, this corporate gig or this wedding or whatever, that I don't need to follow up and make sure they understood it. Right. So you're, you know, it's that litmus test. Like you said, the test becomes yeah, the test. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, and sure. if they can't follow those detail, you know, instructions, how are they going to follow detail instructions, especially in, uh, if it's a detail oriented position, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it's just not going to work. So we've, we had some really great success with them. And, you know, I would highly recommend you come do something like that in your, in your thing. And I also think the test quote, uh, you know, quasi test is, is another place to sell yourself to the candidate who's going to read through it. And the way you phrase your questions, if you, you know, ask them a certain way, have some humor, a little snarkiness, uh, whatever, uh, it, it, it's allowed you're introducing yourself to a potential yeah. candidate. And I can't tell you how many people are like, you know, I'm here because I loved reading how this was written. I laughed out loud at question number five and I figured this is the place I need to come work. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, yeah. That, like ask, make, make question number five. Don't you hate tests like this? We do. Yeah, that's, but, that's right, exactly right. But but we find it necessary. And frankly, the fact that you're reading this tells us that you're probably someone that that we might want to work with. You know, like, yep. just like, yep. yeah, have a con create that conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Yeah. That's great, man. That's it works. Yeah, it works great. And, yeah. and I think, you know, part of the test, you know, with gathering information like your band, uh, you know, comment, yeah. you're trying to tease out a little bit of information. And if you can ask this legally in your state, I think there's some states now, maybe you can't ask that this, but I, we always ask what their salary history is. You know, what do you, what, where are you on the, the scale to make sure we're, that we're even in the ballpark, right? right. Because you don't want to waste their time. And you don't want to waste your time. So if you're hiring for a position that pays $25 an hour, let's say, uh, and this guy, you know, or, or, you know, candidate wants 50 bucks. Well, let's not, we're too far apart. We know that's not going to happen. I, so I always on. say when, whenever I'm talking with someone about a job, you know, there, there's this classic path where money is the last thing you talk about. I always make it one of the very first things we talk about. 
Like, mm. here's what this pays, you know, or or like you said, but you know, ask them what they need. But I, I'll come right out and say yeah. it. Right. You know, like this is what this is what this position pays. Now, if the person says, well, I'd really need 30 percent more than that. And they turn out to be the right person. Like if they say right. that on the first thing, I will say, well, that's not entirely out of the question uh, we can have that conversation when we get there. It sounds like we're close, so we're not wasting each other's time. But if they but if they say we need 30 percent, I need 30 percent more than that. And I know that that's not in our budget. Then I just saved everybody a ton of time. Like, yeah, OK, exactly. well, yeah, then that's I'm glad you said that. That's not going to work for us at this point in time. But, you know, let's keep in touch, obviously. And and, and then, boom, you move on. So yeah. I, I, I do the money right up front. Um, that's great. And like yeah, it, because it, it's a waste of time otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I yeah. agree. You can save everybody some time. So. You save, yeah, you it, save it, some headache. Yep. Yeah. So you've gotten through that. They, they answered the questions to the test. They're there. You've talked about money. You're closer. You know, so you, you, you need to do some interviews, right? right. And uh, I, again, I think it's uh, position specific. If you're uh, hiring customer service people that are going to be on the phone. Well, I think you certainly should have the first interview should be on the phone so you can see how their voice sounds and how they respond and, you know, what their, uh, you know, how they kind of carry themselves and ask them some, you know, some good questions. Uh, if it's a person that is going to be doing email all the time, you need to have some back and forth with email to make see them, make them write a lot. Yes. Yeah. You want to see that. Can they put a, a, a cohesive, you know, sentence structure paragraph together? You know, what kind of uh, word, you know, words do they use? And do they have that experience? It's really important because even though you're going to be, uh, if you're going to be using, you know, an awesome app like Text Expander to, you know, to prefill all your templates and your customer service department and your responses, that's great. But they're still going to have to write some stuff, and and you want to be able to uh, uh, see how that's going to be. Yeah, and and really pay attention to that. I I have I have made the mistake of hiring someone who I just was convinced was the right person, but knew during the kind of the, you know the interview, the courtship process, if you will. I, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, well, this person doesn't, you know, they don't write very well, but, uh, you know, they, they, they conduct themselves. Well, it's fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And throughout the the short, thankfully, experience that I had it like the whole time I was obsessed about do I, I probably should check that email before it's sent. I probably it's no, like, no, it's a I, I can't yep. live like I don't want to be that kind of micromanager. So nope. this is not going to work. And, and, you know, it and the litmus test that I did throughout that process was like, Oh yeah, no, this is not good. Like this is, you know, this is not English at a level that I want our company's message communicated. And so it was like, yeah, you gotta go. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But but trust, you know, trust your gut, like pay attention to that stuff. I think is, is the, the lesson I learned there really look at that during that hiring process. Cause you can save everybody a bunch of time. So, yeah. And, and I think that, uh, one thing I learned too is, you know, early on was I don't need to be the person interviewing, uh, these candidates at, at, at the first time, uh, you know, maybe never, you know, right. it, 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 I'm, you know, certainly, uh, the culture person and, you know, setting the tone in the company and that kind of stuff, but, you know, let your supervisors or managers. Now, if you don't have any supervisors and managers, cause you're just getting started, then obviously you have to do it. Um, but, you know, 
I, I let the person they're going to be working under, you know, working for interview them first, either via phone, email, whatever it is. Then as you, as you move up, you know, have a couple of people in the interview room. I always think it's, it's critically important to have more than one. Uh, if you're a sole, uh, you know, person, you'll have to do it by yourself, but maybe you can have somebody sit in. Um, and you know, there's a lot of reasons for that, you know, number one, protect yourself, but number two, um, you know, someone else can give you their opinion. That's totally different, uh, about the way that person asks questions and stuff. And if you have two people in there at your company, I like to have where one person is asking specific questions about, uh, in related to the position you're trying to fill. And the other person just asking general questions, uh, to the, you know, uh, candidate, cause you'll kind of draw different responses out and you'll, you'll get to learn a lot about them. I, well, that's, I, I like that's, doing which is kind of how you and I do interviews on this show, right? One of us ah. drives the bus with, with the sort of the scripted questions that, that, you know, we come up with for that candidate yeah. or for that, <laughs> for that interviewee. And, and then the other is, is there to provide color and say, Hey, wait, you, you, what this thing you just said, like, let's take it on a, a different, you know, let's take that, let's tug on that thread for a little bit here and learn yeah, a little bit cool. about you. And then, okay. Okay. Back on track, back on track. Yeah. yeah. Cause the, the first person is kind of focused on moving things forward and yeah. ask, oh, I got I need to get these questions and, and it allows us to have other person look in. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, you know, you go through this process and what I like to do at the end of the interview is I always ask them, you know, what's one thing I should remember about you? Uh, as I'm looking through all these, you know, resumes and cover letters as we're making a decision. And I, I, I find lots of interesting responses I get from people, uh, and sometimes they really make an impact on me. Like one person I can recall to this day said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the model train guy. I love model. It's really small working on model trains, da, 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 da. And I can remember, you know, when we eventually hired this, this person, I said, you know, that, that guy is tinkering with little things, small parts, you know, keeping track of stuff. That guy will be a good technician. Yeah. You know, and, and little, it's just little things. You'd be surprised at what they will tell you. And, and again, it well, makes that, them think that I love know. that question because there's a lot of things you can't ask people. Right. Yes. Like, like you can't yep. specifically ask people, are you married? Right. Do you no. have kids? Right. Like th those kinds right. of things dig into an area where you're not allowed to, to prompt that or you're not allowed to ask that. But you can prompt it by saying sure. something open ended like, you know, what's one thing I should remember about you? Most of the time yep. people are nervous. They're a little over caffeinated when they come in for an yes. interview and you yep. just let them talk because they will tell you everything. You'll find out if they have kids, if they're married. Now, and, and that may or may not even matter to you. But you, like you said, you start to get a picture of who this person is. And do you want to have to deal with them yeah. on a day to day basis? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that also brings up a good point that I don't have in my notes is is the the power of silence in the interview. Uh, you know, are they one of these people that has to fill every gap, or are they comfortable sitting and contemplating before they answer? Uh, and I'm not saying either is good or bad, but it's different, yeah. and it may be a good thing for a certain position and bad thing for another. I don't know, but uh, I, I think it is good to let let things sit and not always jump in and you know keep your mouth closed as the, as the interviewer to let them really think it through and not prompt them all the time uh and i i would be the first to admit i have that problem where i often i'm sure you know by 
you know, listening to this show is, is I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut. So, you know, you have to kind of maybe force yourself to be quiet for a minute. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. The power of silence. It's true. Yeah. 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 So it, you, go ahead. No, I was going to say in the, in the so. sales business, there's the, um, the, the technique that's called the silent close, right? Where uh, it's like, you know, you, you've laid out everything that, that you want. The price is there. The product's there. The person's asked all their questions. And the best thing you can do is just stop talking and yeah, let them over, feel solid. like they need to fill the silence. And then they will yep. often. That works really well on the phone, by the way. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, so you went through the interview, you think you have the right person, you know, you have to make the offer. So, uh, you know, just like everything else, you're selling to them, you know, and I think that that is a great uh, way to think about it. So you put this offer letter together, make sure you list it is coming to that person. Should they accept the job, all the benefits, and you can even list that flexible hours. You know, you can say things like that. I mean, if you want to have your attorney look at these things, great, but you know, you can certainly have a sentence in there about the job, the flexible schedule. And if you need time for family, this kind of thing, uh, you know, if you offer a 401k profit sharing, anything, all that stuff needs to be in it. Uh, you know, we used to barbecue and at lunch every Friday, you know, I used to cook for everybody. I put that in the thing, you know, hey, huh. and you, you get, bar, you know, Friday barbecue is on, is on the company. Um, because again, you're I, at least my job was trying to sell the culture of the company is like, this is a great place to work. You got to come here. You can have a great career. Um, and, and then in, in California, you know, the, the, we have this thing called at will employment. I don't know if yep. every state has it, but most, you know, we just, to. yeah, that's yeah, right. Most seem to, we just lay it out. Hey, it's at will. You don't have to be here and we don't have to keep you here. So at any time, uh, for any legal reason, you can quit and we can, you know, let you go. And we just right. let that, we just kind of put that paragraph in there so they know we're not binding them and, you know, they're not bound to us. Um, I would, I would do that, but yeah, crafting that, that's a that good thing to have in there just in case there was, well, you know, in the interview, they said that this was, yeah. you know, that I was guaranteed at least six months or something like, you know, you might say during the interview, like, you know, we were constantly evaluating things. And of course there's, you know, a 90 day trial period and all this, right. that you don't want to imply anything more than, we're just paying different levels of attention during these periods, but that's correct. it's always at will at any time uh, because that's yep. what your state allows, assuming your state allows it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's good. And then, so, you know, they've accepted your offer. Everything's great. And they show up and, you know, now you have to, to really orient them, right? Go through orientation of kind of how things work. And, and again, I think there's two step, two stages of that or two different tracks, if you will. And one is, the side of it, even if it's not for technicians, I mean, any job duties that are specific to that, whether it's a salesperson, customer service, you know, admin, bookkeeper, whatever it is, they need to learn how, how you want things done uh, or, you know, how things work. But then there's also that culture thing. And so you may need two people to run that orientation, the person that maybe their supervisor or a fellow employee that's in that department. But then you also need somebody that can talk them through and, and make sure they understand the history of the company and what it is we're doing here every day. You know, with, with Tech Restore, uh, Mike, I constantly would remind people, hey, you know, we're not fixing computers. We really are changing people's lives because just think of all the critical data that you have on this these devices. And 
we our our in, internal mantra was you know we're changing the world one repair at a time huh. and uh we constantly just push that through so people because you get oh yeah i'm gonna fix another computer yada 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 no no it's not that just look at the smile on that person's face when you hand them back their repaired device and they're like my gosh you know my wedding photos were here or this or my kids all those kinds of critically uh human things that are related to this technology, I would really use to try to help motivate these people. So you may need to have two people. Again, if you don't have that many people and you're just getting started, you're going to have to do both. Right. Um, but, uh, and, and, and that's kind of my, the tips that I have about going through and, and, you know, I would love to have somebody tell me, uh, you know, poke some holes in the way we did things or do things and offer some other tips, you know, feedback at businessshow.co or, Visit us in the small business uh, support group at businessshow.co slash Facebook. We'll route you over there and share how you do it and, uh, you know, become part of the conversation and we'll share your tips with everybody else. Yeah, it's how we do it here. It's uh, got it. It's what yeah, it's what works. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, all right. But, but put the effort into hiring because, you know, you're. You're going to be with these people for a long time, so you want to have them be a, a resource for you. Somebody you can enjoy hanging out with, like I enjoy hanging out with Dave every week. Here. That's right. And we all enjoy hanging out together. It's, uh, yeah, it's great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, Shannon, you already told them how to find us, businessshow.co, of course. We'd like to thank our sponsors, of course, for this episode, simplecontacts.com slash SBS, and of course, textexpander.com slash podcast. That's all we got for today. That's it. Hope you have a great week and a great weekend. Keep living that charmed life. Take care.